Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. It's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Second hour, everybody, as we say hello to you uh, here on 1700, Jimmy B and TC. Uh, This is a time now where we ask Ken Silverstein for his opinions on just about everything. And we pay him a lot of money to offer them up. He joins us on the Draft House 50 hotline, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hello, Kenny. Well, let's put it this way. Maybe we should have paid the uh, refs on Monday night a little bit more money because <laughs> my ears are still ringing uh, with regards to all the uh, personal fouls and all the uh, oh, oh, whistles. I know. Yeah, all the whistles. I mean, come on, let them play a little bit. But yeah. North Carolina is a winner, and uh, we'll move on uh, another college hoop season. Has, uh, has flown by. All right. I'll come back to that in just a moment. But we, I think most of our listeners know that you are based in Cleveland, and, mm-hmm. and you do cover the NBA. Mm-hmm. So last night, the ESPN network on TV was building up the big matchup, the battle for first place uh, in the uh, East. And uh, the day before, I think, they talked to LeBron, and LeBron James said something in effect, look, I've played in six straight uh, championship series. This is the regular season. Get back to me. Hmm. Now, yeah, he did. Yeah, he and did. He, he got back to he got back to the Boston fans the very next night. How impressive was that? Well, yeah, I mean, he played great. Um, they were missing Tristan Thompson, uh, their starting center. He's not a great offensive player. He's not even an average offensive player, but he does rebound the ball well, and he's got um, heart of a lion, and Long and the short is they were missing him, and I didn't think, to be very honest with you, that they had much of a chance. Um, in Cleveland, they were playing back to back. They had a fly in after beating Orlando the night before. Boston had not played since what Sunday. Uh, I think they played the Knicks, if my memory serves me uh, correctly. They were home. It was all aligned. The stars were aligned for Boston to win. And at the end of the first quarter, it was low scoring. I think Boston was up by one if my memory serves me correctly, and I'm thinking, okay, this will be just like the last game uh, when these two teams met in Boston. They'll come down the last 30, 40 seconds. Isaiah Thomas will hit a big shot, and the Cavs will lose by, I don't know, two, three, four points. That did not happen. They blew him out after the uh, first quarter. LeBron was incredible during that oh, second quarter. God, he and was. It, it was well, he could be a man child. Oh, man. No doubt about it. Now, the concern continues to be six consecutive finals when he brought up a regular right. season game the other day. The amount of minutes that he has played this year, all those different things, I mean, he is superhuman. Yeah. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. But are there concerns around Cleveland right now when we get into the grind and we get into the playoffs that maybe LeBron won't be able to hit that next gear? Or does everybody just say, hey, it's LeBron, you can't doubt this guy anymore? Well, yeah, some of what you just said there at the end uh, is uh, pretty much a bullseye. But, and there's been a lot of conversation from you, surely, and many others about distribution of minutes, uh, the big three, uh, in no particular order, uh, with uh, Love and Irving, and then obviously LBJ, LeBron James, uh, playing too many minutes. Uh, they brought in Kyle Korver. They brought in Darren Williams. Uh, they thought they were bringing in Andrew Bogut, but he was gone after a minute or, or less when he blew out his leg. So, I mean, they tried to uh, siphon some of the minutes from the big three, but the March schedule was a killer. They went 7-10. and 10. Uh, They had to play 12 or 17 games 
on the road in Boston, and to some extent uh, the Wizards of Washington got back in the race. And there's still four games left. Cavaliers still have to play Atlanta tomorrow night at home, Sunday on the road in Atlanta, then uh, in Miami on Monday, another back-to-back in Miami where the Cavs have not played well the last few years. And then uh, Fan Appreciation Night uh, next Wednesday at home against Toronto. That may be an important game uh, for Toronto for slotting. So even though they won last night and they win the head-to-head three games to one, uh, this thing is not over um, in regards to who will be the number one seed in the East. And, look, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I mean, if the Cavaliers get the number one seed, I get the significance of it. They get home court uh, throughout. But if they ended up at number two, personally speaking, even though I think you'd rather have a game seven at your place, after seeing them do what they did last year against Golden State with basically this roster, down 3-1 and winning two of those three at Oakland, Mm -hmm. then you know what? If they got to win a road game in a playoff series, uh, whether it's game seven or any other game, to knock somebody out, I wouldn't. I wouldn't bet against them. I mean, they will do it, but I wouldn't bet against them. Ken Silverstein is our guest, and we just uh, started with that just because it was so impressive with what LeBron James. Look, there's still no question he is far and away still the best player on the planet. But in your mind, is the MVP this year Russell Westbrook? Yeah, I do. Uh, he's going to beat Big O's record. Um, I, yeah, I mean, Harden's had a tremendous uh, season. Mm-hmm. LBJ is a viable candidate. Um, there are a couple others out there that you could make an argument for, I guess. Kawhi, Kawhi Leonard? Yeah, you could make a, a good argument for Leonard with San Antonio. But, uh, again, when you're going back to 61-62, and, Jim, you were rolling around the streets in oh, God, you just shut 62. up. You just shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Trent, that was a one-foot putt kind of moving <laughs> that goal. That's what that was. That was, that was, that was an easy one. You that get was all nice fired tackle. up about it, too. <laughs> yeah, I know. Well, all right. I did it. You're old. I did it on purpose. I, just I know you said it. Okay? You're drowning in it in the studio. There's so much venom on the floor. Um, look, when you do something that no one's done in, you know, let me do the quick math, that's 39, 39 and 17 is what? 56? 56. 56. Yeah, 56 years, you you got to win. I mean, and uh, Jalen Rose, it must have been about a week ago. Uh, look, he had a really nice career at Michigan, really good NBA player. But he was talking about splitting the thing and making it co-winners. And I'm thinking, ah, oh, will you stop it? You're thinking too much. Please uh, stop going to those production meetings at ESPN. Uh, no, I, my uh, my pick, if I had one, would be uh, for Russell Westbrook. Here's the other factor, which is talked about, but sometimes is dismissed. When he went to practice day one back in October, and he looked around at the roster of Oklahoma City, and he did not see Kevin Durant, okay, mm-hmm. who had gotten for the big dollars or whatever to play with the Golden State Warriors, okay? He's thinking to himself, hmm, I'm going to have to do this basically by myself. Now, there are a couple other guys that are decent, um, but nobody of KD's level. So to be able to do that, for the most part, as a one-man show and put up the numbers that he has put up, 
Yeah, Harden's great. I get it. Uh, but no, I, it's, to me, if Harden beats Westbrook, there's something wrong here. There is something wrong with the, uh, with the, uh, with the big picture, let's say. Interesting. Yeah. Very interesting there. We're talking with Ken Silverstein, a look around sports, starting with a little NBA. Let's jump over here to uh, some local talk in mm-hmm. college sports. Spring games going on. Uh, a lot of spring practices happening. You always get some bits and pieces about that. Uh, we're getting ready for Iowa coming to town tomorrow. They'll make the trip over from Eastern Iowa here to Central Iowa for a practice over at Valley High School. Uh, as you look at the Hawkeyes, uh, quite, a, quite a few unknowns for Iowa this year. Do you look at this as a team that is kind of standard Iowa? Eh, they'll go 7-5, and five, maybe they'll pull an upset, but that's kind of what the Hawkeyes are. Do you have different expectations as you look at it now? Well, you know, quarterback play obviously always important. We talk about it all the time during mm-hmm. the season. If my guy's better than your guy, uh, if everything else is pretty close, you know, I got a real good shot of winning. I don't need to win 3 or 5, 4 or 7. I just need to win one game on a Saturday afternoon or a Saturday night. Um I've not looked at their non-conference schedule. I, I, I did, but I, I don't remember it off the top of my head. But um, I know they got Ohio State in Iowa City this year. That's going to be an interesting game. Right. Uh, that's that's got to be a night game. I'd be shocked if it's not uh, a night game. So uh, again, it's simplistic. But when you're replacing a guy who, who took as many uh, snaps as Bethard did, okay, and you replace him with someone who obviously has nowhere near, not even close number of snaps as Bethard did. And whether it's Iowa or quarterback changes anywhere else in the, in the Big Ten, particularly in the West, look at Nebraska and others, you got to hedge your bet a little bit. you got to wait a couple of games and say, okay, what am I looking at here? Is he as good as the hype? Is he better than the hype? And so forth. So, you know, probably, and again, subject to change, but, as of this conversation, I'd say eight and four is probably uh, a doable number in the mix very much. Mm-hmm. Um, in the West, uh, I'm not a huge uh, Alex Hornibrook fan. I don't think he's got a big enough arm, but he's back at Wisconsin. I, I mentioned Nebraska and their quarterback situation. Tommy Armstrong has actually left campus. I, I, I thought he was going <laughs> to be there like for a lifetime. Yeah. Seriously, Tommy, time to boogie. Time to go elsewhere. Uh, but so they're going to have a quarterback change. Northwestern will not. Thorson will be back, and he um, had a nice uh, second year at the helm for the Purple, the Wildcats. So um, they're going to have a change, what, in Minnesota? Mm -hmm. Uh, So the West, at the most important position on the field, he's got numerous changes. Look at the East. Michigan, mm -mm, they're not changing. He's back. Ohio State, he's back. Uh, Penn State, he's back. So three of the big four in the East, have upper echelon, you know, uh, guys who have a lot of experience playing quarterback for their respective programs. Uh, in the West, it's a lot more wide open uh, because a lot of guys have moved on. Even Tommy Armstrong. Believe it or not, they tilted the earth and Tommy <laughs> rolled out of Lincoln. Let me follow up then because you reference Penn State. After, mm-hmm. after we watched the way that Franklin's team played down the stretch yep. and then that incredible Rose Bowl game, yeah. Um, do you put Penn State now as the team to beat in the East, or do you still have Ohio State or Michigan there? Great question. Uh, you can make an argument for all three. You know, I think Michigan will be the most interesting because they lost. 
so many guys. They were so Keaton Lane. There were so many Brady Hope players that now have moved on. Uh, they are going to, Michigan is going to look like Ohio State early in the season. I mean, they got kids who barely can shave, except the quarterbacks. I mean, they are basically replacing a majority on defense, particularly you don't have Peppers anymore and others. Taco Charlton's moving on to the NFL. They're not only losing players at Michigan, they're losing guys who played a lot and did a really good job. So I'm going to put Michigan off to the side because, like Ohio State last year, they're really young. You look at Penn State quarterbacks back. Barkley's back at running back. Uh, they lose one wide receiver going to the NFL, but the others are coming back. Tight end play is coming back. Um, are they the favorites? The early polls have Ohio State the favorite. Um, I think it's a toss-up. I think you can make a hell of an argument for either team. I'll tell you what, by a hair, I'll go with Penn State because technically they were the winner uh, in the East last season. Mm-hmm. But mark it down, Ohio State at home, night game for Penn State. Um, it will be a very interesting contest because Ohio State has just manhandled Penn State in Columbus the last few years. I mean, not even not even close. It looked like men playing with toddlers. Now, last year, they did a nice job on a Saturday night game, blocked field goal, blocked punt. Yeah, it was a blocked punt. Uh, turned that game around. Uh, we'll see if Ohio State pays them back. But well, that arguably, arguably will be the biggest game of the year until you get to, quote, the last Saturday in November when, you know, they have the game Ohio State this year uh, in, uh, in Ann Arbor. But, um, yeah, I'd go with Penn State by a hair. Um, and the winner of the Ohio State-Penn State game in Columbus this year will be the winner of the East. But right now I'll go with Penn State by a hair. You mentioned all the quarterbacks back for uh, three of the big four out there in the East. Can the divide is real, we know, between the Big Ten East and the Big Ten West. Over the next few years, bring out the crystal ball. What do you see? The gap getting even wider? Or do you think there's a way for the West to close that gap? And is it something as simple as they got to win a conference championship game or two to at least perception-wise close the gap? That will help. Recruiting battles really will help. They got to be able to out recruit Urban Meyer, Jim Harbaugh, and James Franklin right now, and to a lesser extent, Mark D'Antonio. And I don't know what's going on. I don't think anybody really knows what's going on uh, with the situation off the field with MSU, mm-hmm. which obviously has had a lot of play mm-hmm. in the media because of the quote alleged allegations uh, with some of their players and others. We'll leave that off to the side for the time being. Um, I don't know. I think. I think the school that has the best shot of maybe closing the gap a little bit more is Nebraska. Um, they have the tradition. Obviously, they got the facilities, um, but I don't. I don't know if they can close it enough. Um, you got to look. You got to get the Jimmy and the Joes, as they say, to borrow an old line from somebody else. Um, you're not going to hit if you have 25 kids every recruiting class, or roughly. You're not going to hit on all of them, but you got to hit on a lot of them, and they got to be really good. And for the West to close it, they're going to need to win a lot of battles on the recruiting front to have the big three. And if I could make it big four with Michigan State, because I think as long as D'Antonio is there, they will be a factor uh, every couple of years. So. The key is Ken, in no particular order, Ken, Wisconsin, 
Nebraska, Iowa. I don't know, but PJ Fleck tells a good story. I don't. <laughs> I, I don't think there's any way that Minnesota can do it. I don't think Northwestern can do it year in, year out. Um, Illinois, forget about it. Purdue, please. Um, so really, there's only three teams in the West that can really close it or close the gap, and those in no particular order are Wisconsin, Iowa, and Nebraska. And I think of the three. You know, Badger fan out there might disagree. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Nebraska by a hair uh, over the likes of Wisconsin. Um, you got to give Wisconsin a lot of credit. They do more with less. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing with their basketball program. Right. Yep. I mean, yeah, Frank Kaminsky was a first-round pick, and Decker was a first-round pick. But look at the team this year. I mean, <laughs> it was like a hodgepodge, but it worked. Okay, It worked. They were a little streaky, no doubt about it. But they had a hell of a run. Yeah. Um, and I don't see anybody on that roster that's a, you know, a top ten pick in an NBA draft in the next X amount of years. Uh, those who are on campus on scholarship right now. So, um, like their football team, yeah, they have some talented guys who are drafted. Uh, the, the younger Watts going to be drafted. Uh, Beagle's going to be drafted, and they have some others um, that are going to be drafted. Uh, their left tackle is going to be a top twenty-five pick not higher in April's NFL draft. So you can make an argument that football-wise, obviously they have a lot more players numerically, but they get more players football-wise. But still, they don't get the kids that Michigan, Ohio State, and maybe now Penn State are going to get. But you know what? Whether it's Barry coaching or anybody else coaching over the last umpteen years, somehow, some way, in Madison, they put together a 10-plus, let's say 10-win season really consistently. you got to give him a lot of credit for that. Ken Silverstein is our guest. He comes to us on the Draft House 50 Hotline, Mill Civic Parkway, West Des Moines. What do you think about the uh, so-called Friday night on Big Ten Network? How's that working for you? Well, I don't I don't like it. I see I see they're cutting, allegedly going to cut back on some yes, they are. schedule. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's, a, it's a whack idea. Okay, first of all, whether it's the state of Iowa, Ohio, Michigan, Indiana, it doesn't make a difference. As long as there's a Big Ten school, okay, they play on Friday nights, okay? We're talking high school football. Most kids who play high school football are not going to get a college football scholarship. This is something that is important to them, their families, their friends. This is something that years down the road they will gather with teammates and reminisce about, hey, we beat our arch rivals uh, blankety-blank by blank score. Most kids don't even get a sniff of major college football. Some do, and obviously because you've got to fill rosters up, but most do not. And so to go in and compete against Friday night high school football, to me, is a slap in the face to these high schools, whether they are major high school football programs or whether they're mid-levels or let's say they're not uh, you know, they're pretty much just, you know, a program that's not going anywhere at this point, don't have much of a tradition. It doesn't make a difference. Uh, this is glory for a lot of these kids. And to have the Big Ten play X amount of games down the road over the next umpteenth years on Friday tonight, to me, come on, you don't need to cash that much. You're making hundreds of millions of dollars on these TV deals. You don't need to squeeze more blood out of the all mighty turn up to get a couple more shekels 
more dollars out <laughs> mm-hmm. of the turnip. Mm-hmm. I think it's a little bit disgusting, to be honest with you. Always squeezing that, trying yeah. to get that last penny out. Well, Delaney's just sitting there, you know, yeah. in, in the carpeted offices. Right. You know, in Chicago going, hmm, let's see how much more cash. Let's see if we can add another Big Ten team in a big market in the East. Whether they're good or not doesn't really make a difference. As long as we've got eyeballs watching, doesn't really make a difference. I'm talking about Rutgers and Maryland, obviously. Uh, so, look, we know what motivates Jim. We, we know what motivates the presidents of the individual schools and the Board of Regents and on and on and on. We get it. You know it. Jim knows it. We all know it. Um, but sometimes you're too obvious, okay? It's fine if you do it and most people don't catch on. But when you do it so blatantly and it's so much in everybody's face, uh, if I'm a high school football or a coach, if I'm an athletic director at a high school, when this first came out, I'm going, uh, you got to be kidding me. What, 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 what are the commissioner's uh, telephone number? What, what, are the, what are the office's numbers in, in Chicago? I need to call and complain. This is, this is not good. Uh, and I'm glad it appears that they are cutting back on uh, some of this. Uh, bravo, whoever realized, you know what, this may not be such a good idea. Ken, over on the basketball side of the Big Ten, uh, certainly it looks like a conference that's going to be much improved next year. Uh, Joe Lenardi came out with his initial bracket, seven teams in. Surprise, though, two young teams that played pretty well this year that had uh, upperclassmen leading the way. Maryland with Melo Trimble, who will be gone, and Iowa with Peter Jock being gone. Both teams are pers- ba- replaced basically everybody else, though, uh, coming back next year. A surprise to not see either of those teams in Lenardi's first bracket of the year? Yeah, I, you know what, I glanced at it. I, I don't know, and please help me, Trent and Jim, whether or not he factored in who's coming in recruiting-wise and, and how much of an input uh, those young people are going to factor in to uh, whether it's Iowa or Maryland or anybody else's uh, program. I saw yesterday Illinois' top recruit uh, had verbally said with the coaching change, okay, I'm in. Then yesterday, thank you, Twitter, he's now saying, well, I'm going to open up, and yeah. yes, Illinois is still in the mix, but I love that three-letter word. Yeah, but I'm open to talking to other folks. So, uh, look, it's um, it's tough. Um, it, it's 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 very difficult uh, whether kids are leaving after X amount of years or if you get a one and done. Um, I think the conference will be slightly better, um, but I want to see it with my own peepers before I get a little too giddy. Um, again, I was as surprised as anybody with the run that the Big Ten had. I mentioned it, I think, last week or the week before. It was the opposite of football, where the Big Ten was arguably the best conference in all of college football. And then the bowl games rolled around, and uh, yeah, yeah, uh, I don't have to name the schools that laid an egg, including <laughs> Michigan, Ohio State, Iowa. I think I'll stop there. I think you know where I'm, where I'm going with this. The opposite. I, I thought basketball, I'm being kind. I thought Big Ten basketball this year was average, and, and I'm being real kind. Um, uh, I said many times I didn't think there was a lot of great talent in the conference. Okay, and I think most people would agree. It wasn't a great year in the regular season. Then all of a sudden you look at Sweet 16 and you go, oh, my goodness, look how many are in the Sweet 16. What, what happened here? How did this happen? So it was the opposite of football, where in football the regular season dominated and the bowl season was a no-can-do for the most part. And in basketball, for the guys, the regular season was a no-can-do for the most part. And the postseason was, um, I think, obviously better than I thought personally. I don't know about anybody else. I thought it was better uh, than I expected. 
All right, Kenny, thank you, bud. We're going to uh, cut you loose. It's always good to catch up with you. Have a great weekend. All right, guys, have a good weekend. We'll talk to you next Thursday. All right, pal, there you go. Ken Silverstein on just about anything we ask him. That's a good thing w- what is a good to thing. have with Ken. It is, because he, he knows his stuff. Uh, let's quickly uh, update. Uh, Ricky Fowler, now through 13 holes, is minus two. Justin Rose, minus two. Thomas Peters, minus two through 14. Mm-hmm. Justin Rose is through 11. Those are your leaders on the course as we speak. Uh, Zach Johnson, plus five. Mm. Birdied 18. Hey, that a boy, Zach. Finish Birdied, strong. Birdied 18. Make a run tomorrow, make the cut. <laughs> yeah, Come on, Zach. Cut. Come on. I always enjoy watching Zach, even if he's out of contention. He'll get the cutaway a time or two since he is a former Masters champion. Let's hope he gets to the weekend. I hope so. And breaking news, Jimmy B. Dustin Johnson yeah. has withdrawn. Oh, just happened? Just happened moments ago. Dustin uh, Johnson can't do it. Won't go. And here's the unfortunate part. And maybe it's not fair to Dustin Johnson, or maybe it is, depending on the way you look at it. But the continued speculation of, well, was this really a back injury or was there a relapse? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's those are things that follow you. Unfortunately, you're yeah. correct. Yes. I'm going to take it at surface level. I am too. That he did just what he said. He fell down the steps and got hurt, and his back's all wrenched up. Let's hope that's the case, because this is a guy... That had turned things back around. The talent has always been there with this guy. And uh, let's hope this is just a, a little ding-up, a little flare-up, mm-hmm. and he'll be back out on the course here in another week or two, and it'll just be a blip on the radar of a great career. I hope that's it. Um, if you missed the story on Dustin Johnson, uh, at the rental house that he gets for the Masters, a lot of these guys do that. They rent a house during a, the week. It has an upstairs and downstairs, apparently sometime during the evening hours. He was either going up or coming down the stairs, slipped, and fell on his back and wrenched it really bad. He did go to the course today, tried to hit. The back, however, would not uh, loosen up, apparently, for him. And so now he has withdrawn from the Masters. So the number one player, a guy who had been just on fire, the last, what, three tournaments he has entered, he has won. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Last three uh, will not now compete in the Masters. That's a big blow because even though people say, well, Dustin Johnson, okay, yeah, I, I, yeah, he's been good the last few weeks and he's won and all that stuff, he is fun to watch because he just kills it like nobody else kills it right now on the tour. And he's entertaining uh, on the course. I, I like watching him play. Not a guy who's demonstrative, but his game is entertaining. That's my point. But at any rate, uh, the breaking news, Dustin Johnson, number one player, out of the Masters. We'll get you up to date on the baseball as well. Coming up at 140, we jump back into the Big 12 with a look around Heartland College Sports. Pete Mundo is set to join us at 140. We've got a few moments for your phone calls as well. You can join us here at 515 515- 264-1700, live from the Wolf Construction Roofing Studios, it's Jimmy B and TC.
Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and DC, noon to 3, and Des Moines' biggest local sports show, Marty and Miller, from 3 to 6 on 1700. The weather's warming up, and it's time to think about your spring projects. Wolf Construction Roofing can take any roofing job, large and small, flat roof, sloped, or pitched. The guys at Wolf Construction will do a wonderful job for you. Most single-family home projects are completed in one day, and your property is left in better condition than they found it. Wolf Construction will do their best to honor you with timely communication, a job well done, and a price that's fair. It's Wolf Construction Roofing. Call BJ Bengard today, 515-225-8866, or check them out online, wolfconstruction.net. The Spot West Glen, a personal journey for the mind, body, and spirit. Treat yourself with massage therapies including sweetest massage, deep tissue massage, and the signature service from the Spa at West Glen, the West Glen Body Ritual. The Spa at West Glen also provides injectables, facials, chemical peels, and medical spa treatments, including Dermapen, along with nutritional services. Look and feel your best with help from the Spa at West Glen. And the Spa at West Glen makes a great gift for the special lady in your life. Believe me. Call the Spa at West Glen at 515-225-2642. That's 515-225-2642. Or check them out online at relaxdemoine.com. Dr. Heidi Cook and the Spa at West Glen. You're running out of time to switch to Jackson Hewitt. Tell your old tag service to take a hike, and we'll pay you $100 to file with us. That's right. Get money just for switching to Jackson Hewitt. Tax day is just around the corner, so don't wait. Switch today, get 100 bucks. It pays to file at Jackson Hewitt. Open late and on weekends. Minimum tax preparation fee of $150 applies. Offer valid when you complete your taxes with us. $100 provided on a card. Not valid with any other promotion or discount. Ask a tax pro or see jacksonhewitt.com for details. Available in participating locations only. Most offices are independently owned and operated. If you think trains will stop if they see a car on the tracks, you're right, they will. About a mile after they hit you. In 2015 alone, 230 people were killed at railroad crossings. Don't become the next fatality. Stop. Trains can't. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. This is a test of the emergency alert. Spring Black Friday at the Home Depot, where right now you can get two bags of miracle Grow potting mix for just 12 bucks. Empty flower pots are actually full of promise with miracle Grow. It feeds flowers, herbs, and veggies for up to six months and helps them thrive in a container so your plants grow twice as big. And that's a promise. miracle Grow potting mix, two bags for just 12 bucks. Now at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Valid through April 12th. Limit 80 bags per customer. While supplies last, selection varies by store. Continental U.S. only. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. Jim Brinson, Trent Condon, 
It's Jimmy B and TC on 1700 KBGG, live from the Wolf Construction Studio, sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. Here's Jim and Trent. All right, coming up in a little bit, Pete Mundo will join us, uh, CBS Sports, also Heartland uh, Radio, the or Heartland.com. Um, the uh, Big 12 will dive into what the Big 12 looks like. We went through the Big 10 with Ken Silverstein. Uh, that was fun. Now we'll get uh, Pete's uh, picks on the uh, Big 12, see how he thinks it's all going to shape out. And I think, I think it'll be a good question for him, too, is what you and I discussed about Texas Tech and Kingsbury. Mm-hmm. Is the seat getting warm? I don't think there's any doubt about it. It is a win-now mentality, and they got a lot of work to do. They do. On the defensive side of the ball last year, Joel Lanning had five touchdowns yeah. against them. Uh, they got work to do over there defensively with Texas Tech. We'll get into the Big 12 in a moment. little day baseball also going on today, along with what we have with the Masters. Uh, the Twins out to a 2-1 to lead over the Kansas City Royals as the Twins looking to go to 3-0 and on the young uh, year, Sal Perez just homered for Kansas City and cuts it to a 2-1 to game. Now 2-2 two to two as another run has been pushed across by the Royals. St. Louis out to a 3-0 lead over the Cubs as they play in the bottom of the third inning in the 6-4-4 with Philly and Cincinnati. Colorado over Milwaukee 1-0 and scoreless with the Tigers and White Sox. And we'll update the golf for you as well. Um, Iowan, Zach Johnson. Five over. He's done for the day on round one. The wind is just howling, mm-hmm. making it difficult for everybody. But Zach Johnson finishes 18 with a birdie and finishes plus five for today. Uh, Rory McElroy has just teed off. Jordan Spieth minus one through 13 holes. Ricky Fowler minus one now through 14. Justin Rose minus one through 12. Those are the guys that are tied for the lead that are out on the course. So you can tell just from the scores that even though it's dry, the wind is just playing havoc with all kinds of shot-making capabilities at the Masters and Augusta. Yeah, the greens, we know how fast they are yes. every year. And with all this wind, they're really dried out, even with the rain that they got earlier this week, uh, the Par 3 competition. Mm-hmm. As we know, rained out, but those things have dried out quickly. You said you were watching a shot look like it hit concrete. Oh, man, it green. just took off. It's uh, it's going to be a wild one, and we'll see. Have you taken a look forward at the weekend conditions at all? Uh, it is supposed to be dry. Okay. So that's a plus. They're not sure yet on the wind. They do mm. not believe it's going to be uh, as bad as it is today. So basically keep your head above water today. Yes. And then make survive. a run after that. And, yeah. uh in case you missed it a little bit earlier, we just told you that Dustin Johnson yes. has withdrawn. He will not be playing uh, with that injury. So he is out and uh, wide open competition It is. Now. It is. Uh, a quick sad note. It has nothing to do with sports. Uh, Don Rickles, longtime comedian, has now passed away at the age of 90. Mm-hmm. Dude was funny. I like that guy a lot. Uh, he was so insulting. He would insult your mother and then take her to dinner. That's that was his whole shtick was just insulting the hell out of can't do it anymore. But during Rickles time, he was on fire mm-hmm. and uh, he'll be missed. He's a legend uh, in the comedic world. So Don Rickles passes away at the age of 90. OK, quick break. We're coming right back. Pete Mundo will be our guest. It's the Big Talker 1700. 
news, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Your Honor, I stand before you to prove that AT&T's two-year price guarantee is the ultimate all-included bundle experience. Order! I submit Exhibit A, DirecTV Select All-Included Package with over 145 channels. Exhibit B, monthly fees for Wi-Fi Gateway, Genie HD DVR, and three additional receivers included. Objection! Overruled! Exhibit C, reliable high-speed internet and digital home phone. And to close, lock in your bundle price at $89.99 a month for two years with AT&T. The court rules in favor of AT&T. Call your local dealer now. Switch to DirecTV today and start enjoying the nation's number one satellite TV service. Call Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. That's Rockstar Satellite at 515-262-STAR. Requires 24-month TV and 12-month internet agreements and combined billing. New approved customers only must remain active and in good standing on all services or then prevailing rates apply in second year. Prorated ETF up to $480 for TV, $180 for internet. Equipment non return and other fees and conditions apply. Call for details. Offer ends 121.17. Hey, it's Jimmy B. And TC for Draft House 50 on Mills Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Hey, Draft House 50 has 47 big screen TVs for great viewing of any game. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, golf, tennis, you name it. Hey, the Draft House 50 can get it, even cricket? Draft House 50 has a sensational menu featuring specialty burgers, steak, salads, and so much more. And on Saturday and Sunday, beginning at 10 a.m., it's brunch, which includes a terrific Bloody Mary bar. The Draft House 50, a place for sports, great food, and drinks. Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Men, if you're like me, you appreciate the feeling of a clean, smooth shave from a quality blade. The sort of shave that cuts clean without the burn. So why are you messing around with generic razors that cost 32 bucks for an 8-pack when you can shave with Harry's high-quality German-engineered blades for half the price? And because Harry's is so confident in the quality of their blades, they'll send you their most popular set, complete with a razor, one of their world-famous blades, shaving cream, and post-shave balm for free if you cover shipping. A total value of $20 at no cost to you, with code 1150 at checkout. Their way of saying thank you for trying them. How is Harry's able to save you all this money and still give you the best shave you'll ever enjoy? By owning the factory that manufactures the blades. That's how. Go to harrys.com now and enter code 1150 at checkout to claim your free trial set and post-shave balm. That's harrys.com. Code 1150. This is Rob Doheny with Next Generation Realty. Welcome to the best real estate market since 2008. Why pay those overpriced 5, 6, or 7% commissions? Next Generation Realty offers a flat fee as low as $39.90, and you get top exposure on Zillow, Trulia, plus all the services of a licensed real estate broker. The results speak loudly. We've saved our home sellers over $35 million. Call Next Generation Realty first. Two Two four ninety nine hundred save thousands. Ladies and gentlemen, today's opponents on Man versus Train. At the crossing, we have Rick, a one hundred seventy five pound frustrated man who's running late for work. And on the tracks, we have Bull, a million pound freight train that takes a mile to stop. Let's see who comes out on top. You can't beat a train, so don't try. Stop. Trains can't. Brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. 
It's Spring Black Friday at the Home Depot, where right now, select John Deere mowers come with a free Home Depot gift card worth up to 350 bucks. From zero-turn models to the new Excel cutting decks, John Deere gives you a quality cut that won't cut into your downtime. And that free Home Depot gift card puts even more spring in your pocket. Buy a John Deere, get a gift card. During Spring Black Friday, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Val through April 19th in store and online. Gift card via mailing rebate. See store for details. Hey, everybody, it's me, it's Jimmy B., and I'm here to tell you about Aspen in the West Glen Town Center in West Des Moines. You want a great workout? Aspen has got everything that you need. It's a newly remodeled facility. All the machines, all of the weights, training sessions, everything that you need to get your health improved. And right now, Aspen is running a family add-on special. One dollar to join any membership for someone in your family as well. Just one dollar. It's a family membership add-on special. It's Aspen, West Glen, Town Center, West Des Moines. Back to the Wolf Construction Roofing Studio. Sponsored by Wolf Construction Roofing. It's Jimmy B and TC. All right, everybody, we roll all the way till 3 o'clock today. Uh, Pete Mundo, you've heard him on this program uh, several times throughout the course of uh, football, basketball, baseball, tennis golf he covers everything uh but he comes to us uh, with the heartland uh, big 12 and that's why we wanted him on today uh it's a great site by the way for all of your big 12 information pete comes to us on the draft house 50 hotline pete how are you pal jimmy doing pretty well uh, guys getting ready for uh you know more spring games this weekend that's exactly right um look you really can't really disseminate anything really from spring games but at least it's college football and it gives the fans at least something to you know kind of uh, wrap their eyeballs around yeah exactly i mean there's so in terms of what you get out of the game you're not going to start breaking down hardcore x's and o's off a spring game you really can't do it a lot of coaches keep the playbook close to the vest but it's more a chance to say you know what you're getting towards summer uh Spring is here. We've got football here, and now you really can start that countdown to uh, the Labor Day weekend to getting college football back. So it's more monumental in an emotional way than it is actually, hey, uh, you know, we're going to get a lot out of this game. It, it's fun. It's for the fans, and you hope you get a little bit out of it. Well, uh, we know here locally Iowa State's going to be in action with their final practice and their spring game Saturday. Also the favorite in the Big 12, Oklahoma, will be playing our game, uh, their game coming up Saturday. Let's start right there with the Sooners, certainly the favorite for most people's minds going into the year after ripping through the conference a year ago at 9-0. and uh, Give us just maybe uh, something that you really like about this team and, and a concern you may have with the 2017 edition of the Sooners. Well, you got to like, and this is the obvious, but you like uh, having a guy that's been, you know, Near the top of the Heisman voting, coming back at quarterback the past two years, obviously the most important position on the field, Baker Mayfield. Uh, I don't expect any real fallout from his arrest in Little Rock a few weeks back. I don't think much is going to come out of that, nor should it really in hindsight of what it was, uh, just you know, a kid being a dopey kid. But you like having Mayfield back. The question is, who is he going to throw to and who is he going to hand off to? Now, at running back, they've got a few guys that really are starting to show up big time in camp and, and will replace Joe Mixon and Samaje Piran. Maybe not that effectively, but they're pretty darn good. Rodney Anderson is a guy who's been hurt the past couple of years, but he's an absolute, uh, just a bull in the backfield, a, a real brick house, just a great player. 
And then um, you have a guy like freshman Trey Sermon, a true freshman. He's enrolled early. He's getting ready. He's getting his feet under him. And then, of course, Abdul Adams, the only one of these three guys that actually had some carries last season. He's um, more of that Joe Mixon role. If you want to compare these two, Rodney Anderson is kind of the Samaje Pirine in the backfield, and Adams is more out of the Joe Mixon mix and fold. But Sermon, through spring ball and summer camp, could easily become either most likely the number two running back behind one of those guys. Now, who are you going to have at wide receiver? That's another question. D.D. Westbrook is gone. There's not a ton of experience coming back for Baker Mayfield to throw to. You do have Mark Andrews back, who's a good target. The other guys to keep an eye on, Nick Basquin, Dahu Green. These are all guys that are going to be seeing uh, targets here on Saturday and should really become um, major contributors in offense. Jeffrey Mead, A.D. Miller. So a ton of new faces at the wideout position and the running back position for Oklahoma. You feel very good about where they are uh, at the quarterback position. Pete Mundo is our guest on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Pete, there's going to be uh, a lot of folks, and rightfully so, just absolutely dialed in on what Herman is going to do with Texas. Do you get a feel on this yet, or is it still kind of under wraps? Um, you know, from what you've been reading, Jimmy, it seems like they're going to use some tempo, but it's not going to be all out, you know, uh, Texas Tech style or Mike Leach style uh, spread out, you know, 100-plus plays a game. It doesn't look like that's what they're going for or what they're going to do. So I think there's a lot that remains to be seen there. You know, some of the guys that have been in Austin have told me they've mixed up their pacing of the games, of their plays at different points throughout practice. So their spring game is next Saturday, so that'll be kind of interesting to see what they do. But until I see it, I can't say I have a really good feel either way right now. Mm-hmm. Let's jump over to uh, a team that's been a dark horse maybe a couple of times, TCU, uh, after being so close a couple of years ago to playing in the college football playoff, them and Baylor there. Your thoughts on the Horned Frogs, and are they ready to jump back up into that level to compete, to win a Big 12 title, to play in the Big 12 championship game, and perhaps get themselves into the college football playoff? Uh, I can't see them being there yet, Trent. I, I I don't trust Kenny Hill one bit at quarterback. I think he's, you know, I know he was a five-star guy in high school, but eventually you are who you are, and you've seen enough of of Kenny Hill at the college level between Texas A&M and TCU to know uh, he's going to beat the teams he's supposed to beat. You know, he's going to beat all your FCS opponents. He's going to throw seven touchdowns against Missouri State. But when he plays real D1 Power 5 football teams, he's an average quarterback. That's it. Uh, the Kenny Hill hype train has been one of the great hype trains in recent college football memory because of how good he was in high school. But they realized it at Texas A&M, and they are kind of realizing it, although they won't admit it at TCU. But Kenny Hill is who he is. He's, he's a serviceable quarterback, decent wheels, but he's going to throw that big pick so, at the worst possible time. And uh, he's just kind of a, I guess, a a stepping stone guy until they get the Sean Robinson, who's their five-star quarterback of the future, a true freshman, who if Kenny Hill really stumbles here, maybe he'll get a look this season. I don't think he will, but that's their prize of the 2017 uh, recruiting class, and, and that's really I look to TCU as jumping up into that upper echelon of the Big 12 again maybe next year because a lot of new faces on that defense as well this year, especially on the defensive line. So, it's one of those transition years for TCU. I think if they get a bowl game, 
uh, that fan base should be happy about it. We had a conversation earlier before we brought you on the show uh, about Texas Tech and Kingsbury. Look, he's one of their own, terrific quarterback in his day. But we went back and looked at his history as the head coach at Texas Tech. And aside really from that first season, it's not really that good. Is is there is there is there a hot seat for him or is it just okay he's a homeboy so whatever he does we're okay with? Well, I, I, it should be on the hot seat. Yeah, I mean you mentioned it. Outside of getting off to a great start his first season, you know, it jumped up in the rankings right. and everyone's you know Cliff Kingsbury. He really hasn't done anything, um, and it's one of those things where if he wasn't an alum and if he didn't have a really big contract. I think you would absolutely say he's on the hot seat. The only thing that might save Cliff Kingsbury is his contract and is the fact that he was a quarterback there. But the biggest problem for Texas Tech is that the defense, it just it just hasn't gotten better. I remember we talked before the season, and I liked them as a dark horse. Mm-hmm. I love Patrick Mahomes. I think Trent liked them a lot, too. Mm-hmm. And it just totally didn't work out. It was a total disaster. And it's one thing to say, you know, different seasons, different years as a head coach, and sometimes, you know, you got a good secondary, a bad D-line. Sometimes you got the new quarterback, but you got a great defense. The problems kind of are different each season. His problem is the same every year in Lubbock, and it's his defense can't stop anybody. It doesn't matter if you score 50 points a game when you're allowing 55. So that's got to be most frustrating, the fact that he's had several years now to try to fix this defense. And it has not been fixed. Now you're hearing he's taking more of a part and more of a role in, you know, what the defense is doing and paying closer attention, which is great. I mean, to me, that's kind of two, three years too late. But I guess better late than never, and we'll see how it pays off. Pete Mundo, Heartland College Sports, with us on the Draft House 50 Hotline. Pete, last thing for me, let's take a look at the local here in Big 12 territory up at Iowa State. Matt Campbell will have his second spring game Saturday afternoon. And finally, some good weather to go along with it, it looks like. But uh, as you look at the Cyclones this year, pieces in place offensively. Defensive front seven, though, has a lot of questions. Your thoughts on Iowa State as a whole, and and is there a spot for them in the Big 12 this year to make a jump up and at least get into that middle of the pack? I think there definitely is, Trent. You look at those skill positions, and you have Jacob Park, who's hopefully knocked all that rust because he hasn't played since high school before last season, knocked all that rust off. Alan Lazard, uh, David Montgomery, Let's not forget about Mike Warren, of course, all these guys back there that are just really quality skill players. Now, the offensive line has some new pieces, and that's going to be a work in progress throughout spring and summer camp. But the skill position is there. Uh, You mentioned the defensive line. New faces there. Ray Lima is a big name that you keep an eye on, a JUCO transfer, uh, because that entire D-line is gone from last year, led by DeMond Tucker. I mean, all those guys are are gone. Uh, Myers is gone. So they've got to turn over all those guys. Uh, that's going to be interesting to see if this JUCO route works, if Lima can be one of those studs at you know defensive tackle. Uh, I, I think there's a lot of reason for optimism right now in Ames. I really do. I mean, Matt Campbell has this thing rolling as much as anybody has had it in several years. Um, just the atmosphere around the program, it's got a nice feel to it. I, I interviewed Matt Campbell a couple months ago, and I just came away beyond impressed. That was just so, um, so impressed by everything, you know, just his answers, his depth of knowledge, how far he was willing to go into different topics 
And then, of course, the big, uh, the fun part of this is Joel Lanning, a middle linebacker. Now, to me, that says just as much about how uh, deficient this team is at linebacker right now. But nonetheless, it's a feel-good story. He's a great leader, and uh, he's the kind of guy you want on the field, whether it's offense or defense. So I really hope it works out for him. Great having you on the show, Pete. Uh, don't be a stranger, okay, because we'd love to get you on from time to time. Jimmy, Trent, whenever you guys need it, I'm happy to do it. You're the best, pal. Thanks, Pete. Thank you, Pete. Take See care, you. guys. Okay, man. There you go. Pete Mundo, CBS Sports Radio, also Heartland, uh, on the Draft House 50 hotline. Okay, so while while Pete was finishing up there, I just took a quick peek here at the uh, golf again. Mm-hmm. Just saw a guy. You know how they have the stand set up? Sure. On a par three? Yeah. Just yanked one into the seats. Hey, souvenir for a fine young fan. <laughs> yanked it into the seats. Oh, man. It's going to be a tough lie. Rory McIlroy on the course. He's on number four right now, and he's already plus two. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny. People talk about Rory and, and just assuming being, you know, a Euro that this sure. is a guy that, you know, windy conditions or something that he likes. and. The way that it was explained to me is basically Rory's different. Rory, because of the time period that he grew up in, he's of the Tiger generation. Uh, he's of that wave that came afterwards yes. where it's not about grinding through the wind and things like that. He's played in it, but not at the same level, and he fashioned his game after Tiger. Sure, sure. Not the way that Euros normally play. So if you're thinking you like Rory just because of that, might want to rethink that evaluation. Wind? Not exactly a great win player, Rory McIlroy. They're on the fourth hole. It's a par 382 yards. Remember I told you about the hardness of the greens? Mm-hmm. Hit it right on the green, took off like a rocket, and he went like 20 feet to the back, uh, and he's off the green. That does not sound like fun golf. No. Uh, we're coming right back, everybody, with the uh, last hour. Jimmy B and TC, the Big Talker, 1700. The big games play here. Westwood One Sports on Des Moines Station for News Talk Sports. 1700 KBGG. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. It's Spring Black Friday at the Home Depot, where right now, select John Deere mowers come with a free Home Depot gift card worth up to 350 bucks. From zero-turn models to the new Excel cutting decks, John Deere gives you a quality cut that won't cut into your downtime. And that free Home Depot gift card puts even more spring in your pocket. Buy a John Deere, get a gift card. During Spring Black Friday, only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Bow through April 19th in store and online. Gift card via mailing rebate. See store for details. Like all of you out there, Mike Lindell, the inventor of my pillow, had problems sleeping. Pillows would go flat. He would flip-flop all night long, wake up with a sore neck or maybe a headache, or feel like he needed a nap, even though he'd slept eight hours. When Mike invented MyPillow, he wanted it to where you could move the patented fill to give you the exact support you need as an individual, regardless of sleep position. MyPillow will get you into that deep sleep faster, and you will stay there longer. It's not about how much time we spend in bed. It's about how much of that quality sleep we get. Mike does all of his own manufacturing right here in the United States and offers a 10-year warranty. You could wash and dry my pillow and don't forget there is a 60-day money back guarantee 
And here's their best offer ever. For a limited time, go to MyPillow.com or call 800-951-4694 and use promo code Des Moines to take advantage of Mike's four-pack special. You'll get 50% off two MyPillow premium pillows and two go-anywhere pillows and free shipping. This is Rob Doheny with Next Generation Realty. Welcome to the best real estate market since 2008. Why pay those overpriced 5, 6, or 7% commissions? Next Generation Realty offers a flat fee as low as $39.90, and you get top exposure on Zillow, Trulia, plus all the services of a licensed real estate broker. The results speak loudly. We've saved our home sellers over $35 million. Call Next Generation Realty first, 224-9900. Save thousands. Paint? No. Paramount isn't just paint. It's the number one paint in overall interior hide and stain resistance, providing the most advanced protection in just one coat. And now you can get that same outstanding protection with our new Paramount One Coat White. This first-of-its-kind one-coat-ready mix white provides a beautiful white finish. You'll find Paramount paint exclusively at Menards. In third-party tests, interior paint claims versus super premium home center brands in eggshell sheen. I have to get to sleep. Tom had a stressful day, and now he can't shut down at bedtime. Need sleep. To fall asleep fast, millions of people turn to Unisom Sleep Gels. They're non-habit-forming and quickly help you sleep soundly so you wake recharged. Mm. Tom? Mm. Unisom Sleep Gels. A stressful day deserves a restful night. Use as directed. Active ingredient diphenhydramine hydrochloride. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking